Welcome everyone, I'm Holly Smithson, Athena's CEO. We're excited to bring you this edition of our Blueprint for Success, brought to you by our partners at San Diego Gas and Electric. And we have a special guest in our studio in honor of International Women's History Month. We have Anya Shivnan, she is the VP at Qualcomm, and we're excited to have you in, and, and share your leadership journey with our, our audience, Anya. Hi Holly, uh, lovely to be here. Thanks so much for having me. Tell us a little bit about your career, Anya, and how you were influenced to pursue this career path. Um, you know, as I thought about your questions and how did I get into engineering, really for me, it started back in, um, in high school where math was my number one favorite subject. Um, it was the one homework. Nobody had to ask me had I got it done. Um, I just I just enjoyed it. It was absorbing. It was um, fulfilling. I liked how everything added up to the expected answer, and it was just checkbox. It was it was right. Um, so that, along with my parents, who were um, grade school teachers, you know, education was. The thing now they probably would have preferred that I pursued teaching um, as a career because that would be safe and 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 guaranteed for me. But um, as I was exploring what to do, this course in computer science um, came up, and I was like, "Ooh, what's that?" And so it taught me that I am um, I'm willing to explore new things, but based on things that I enjoyed. Um, I had an older brother who pursued industrial engineering. So that was one thing I was not going to do because otherwise I would be copying him. So computer science was different enough. It was new enough. So I'm aging myself by saying that. And um, it presented just um, an extension of what I loved um, doing in, in high school. And I was fortunate that a, a, a girl I had done electrical engineering came and gave a presentation at high school. And um, I was like, oh, I got to see somebody like me and only a year or two older than me. So that was very impactful for me as well. Having that, I love this. I love the story in, in terms of um, it being sort of nonlinear. Um, and OK, it's not safe. Right. Mom and dad would probably prefer me to be a teacher, but it's something that excites me and stirs my passion. And then there was also what I picked up on your on your remark was there's a little bit of risk associated with it. Yes, yes. And I know that's a trait and a quality of yours because of I, because I know of your entrepreneurial background. So talk a little bit about that for those women that may fall along the same line as you. Right. Um, but don't know about de-risking a career in engineer. Um, recognizing that there's, I think there's, I think it's 84% of all engineer uh, jobs are held by men. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about how you were able to de-risk um, pursuing academically and certainly professionally a career in engineer. So, you know, the, the interesting thing is going through this, you would, I never found myself sitting back and saying, oh, I'm a very small percentage, you know, and maybe that has to do with, I was comfortable in a slightly risky or in unfamiliar space. Um, but I was familiar with that math. I was one of maybe, you know, 
10 people. I was the only girl pursuing honors math in, in my little high school. Mm-hmm. And so it was just familiar. And then um, I do think there is maybe a, a, an interest level in something that's not quite nicely blocked out and you will do this and then you will do that. Um, for me, it was, if everything isn't very well defined, that's actually fine because I can use some of the skills and learnings that I have and I'll apply it and maybe they won't all work out. And obviously I've done some entrepreneurial stuff and many of them haven't worked out, but I feel so much that I've learned and taken away from each of those that into the next experience, I'm actually even more prepared and able for the the next unknown. So I think there's an element of both of those of having a a level of preparation, understanding and education that is for me, the de-risker going into these new situations. And it's, and I think it's important um, as I think about the people that are joining uh, this blueprint for success to understand that element in that you talked about in, I don't know that this is going to work out successfully, but I know enough that the chances are that it will be successful. And if it isn't successful, then it'll just, you know, propel me to the next sort of stage. Talk Mm -hmm. about when you started getting into, so you've obviously uh, graduated, you're getting into the industry. Talk Talk a little bit about that and what that experience was like. And if you if you just you know stumbled across any bias or discrimination uh, along the way, and what were some of the things and the tactics um, that you applied? Um, so you know there are I'm, I'm fortunate in that there was never anything very overt and you know something that blew up into to a big situation. But I'm sure I'm like many where there were always the an occasional little. Um, you know, situation or a phrase that would have been dropped that might not necessarily have been said if I wasn't a woman. Um, But one specific um, occasion I had, um, I discovered early in my career, um, and it was a printout that was left on a printer and I was picking up my printer and when I had it back in my office, it was um, uh, my team's salaries. And I discovered that my salary was much less than um, men who had similar or less experience than I had. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I was shocked. um, First of all, I I, I, um, didn't know what to do. I was a little bit uh, miffed and I stewed about it for a little while. But then I realized, well, am I just going to keep the reaction internally or am I going to, I wanted to be honest and say, you know, you left this information and it could have been found by anybody. So I did, I went to HR and I said, I I found this and I just wanted to tell you that you're leaving confidential information on the printer. So, but I do want to talk about the information that is in there and maybe you can explain it to me. And I, it was somehow I managed to not talk so much (laughs) because what I wanted to do being upset was tell them how upset I was and pound the table and, you know, maybe cry. And why are you so mean to me? But um, I, I was able to, through thinking about it and taking time, that's one thing I've learned is, you know, breathe out and then breathe in, you know, manage the reaction. I heard a speaker today say, give yourself 24 hours at least to deal with that initial reaction. And also think about, you know, what's going on on the other side. And, um, you know, maybe they haven't thought about it or maybe they've, you know, tried to fight it under some other reason. And as long as she doesn't know about it, 
you can't do anything. So, so that was something, and it taught me at least, you know, you have to advocate for yourself. I think as women, we're probably more likely to advocate for other women, uh, which is a great thing in the sisterhood to do as well. But, you know, learning that language and how to ask the questions and not necessarily start with accusations, you know, like, how do you explain this information that I have come upon? Yeah, and I, it's interesting that you that you you share that with us, that approach and that strategy. Um, I have a nickname for that. It's called um, the BOD card. Um, and, and when there's a conflict or a perceived conflict to, in effect, give the person the BOD card, which means the benefit of the doubt. I love it. Yes. And for you to have just stumbled across this pay uh, grade for all of your employee or for your colleagues and to see that you were, had this, obviously, a pay disparity and assume that they're uh, play that BOD card and assume, <laughs> Assume there's an answer that may uh, make sense, right. and then give and then give the person the chance to explain. Yes, disparity, and then you get to just hush. <laughs> that was hard. <laughs> Devoid emotion and ask as a very curious, you know, employee, you know, yes. member of the company. Yes. So that's very sage advice. Um, maybe it might be a little harder to, to implement, but I think it's it's, it's really important. Um, again, assuming the benefit, giving the benefit of the doubt goes a long way yeah. um, and then gives them, you know, space to be accountable. Right. Exactly. Help me understand the disparity. Yes. <laughs> and uh, so that's great. But so once you so once you get into tell me a little bit about because and I'd love to, for you to share your story because I think it's super cool even though you're at Qualcomm major major uh, tech company um, and an executive a female executive talk about a little bit of your entrepreneurial experiences um, that um, came before Qualcomm. Uh, so in um, in the 90s, I was at um, a company called 3Com, and they're not around anymore, but um, I had the very fortunate um, experience of some uh, past entrepreneurs that worked at that company. They had acquired a company called Primary Access here in San Diego, and um, through connecting with them, uh, there were um, a few people that would on a weekend, hey, is there something else we could think about doing or starting up? And hey, Anya, would you like to come and meet and chat with us about this kind of stuff? And, and my, of course, I think my uh, desire to try new things, sure, sign me up, I'll, I'll do that. And so um, through a number of meetings and engagements with other people, um, uh, a, a serial uh, entrepreneur uh, who had been a founder of Primary Access, um, helped us found um, a company called Air Fiber, and um, that was about free space optics. And we were around for five years. Sadly, not uh, successful. We went bust during the the dot com, but that was wonderful to be, you know, one of um, five starting employees and try to chart what would this company look like, what were we going to do, and um, develop products and, and test them out um, across the world. I uh, remember doing an installation at the top of a skyscraper in Madrid <laughs> one time. So um, that was the that was the other thing you didn't expect, right? You would get these wonderful experiences around tech and bringing new technology um, into play. And what I learned from that was uh, that gave me great experience on the operational side of things. So I was a software engineer and I was in doing some of the uh, communication protocols 
And, uh, but then we had to think about, you know, how do we build these systems? How do we contract with, you know, contract manufacturers? Um, how do we plan multiple programs at the same time? So we're um, trying um, new technology at the same time as we're delivering the old products. So that began to expand my view just outside of just software and testing software and making something work. And it, it showed that I was interested in the other aspects from product definition um, to problem solving all the way to um, pricing and sales and the marketing of such and, and customer service as well. So um, that was a, a fabulous crucible to be in to learn all of that at, um, at the same time. Um, from there, I went to other small startups, um, uh, the last one being Next Wave, which was around um, a technology WiMAX, and that's where I met some uh, wonderful former Qualcomm people, and uh, from there made the connection into corporate R&D at Qualcomm, which is a, an organization around um, kind of entrepreneurial and new technology, so it was another perfect fit. I love listening to your journey um, and how exciting um, you get when you talk about that whole life cycle, right? So from conception to, to go to market. Um, and that's, I think that's the very definition of the engineers sort of thinking that mindset, right? Um, you guys approach life just intrinsically as how do we identify and solve problems, period, period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's been my experience. Um, and it's awesome. It's so awesome. And it brings, it brings this realm of possibilities when you have all these, you know, awesome engineers in the room. Mm -hmm. Cause that's their modus operandi, right? Yes. yes. What's the problem? How do we fix it? Yeah. Period. And it yep. started in sentence. So talk a little bit about what it's like in Qualcomm, right? So what is it like being a female executive? You obviously um, came in. What's the experience like? Um, again, for, for the, for the folks in the, in the audience that are thinking about joining Qualcomm or another tech company that mm -hmm. want to pursue a degree and want to pursue a career as an engineer, what's that experience like for you? So, um, I remember thinking about, I've been in San Diego my whole career. And of course, Qualcomm has been this fantastic, um, organization that has loomed large over, um, the, the, you know, engineering community. And I remember at one point um, uh, in my career uh, thinking, should I, you know, should I apply at, at Qualcomm? And I was concerned that, oh, I would get lost at Qualcomm. You know, I've, I've been in the small companies. I was really making an impact. I had, you know, responsibilities. And I'll tell you that after joining Qualcomm 12 years ago, I realized, oh, I should have gone there sooner. <laughs> But because what, what I think they have, the culture of Qualcomm has managed to maintain is this um, sense of, you know, community, even among the, the small groups. So, you know, my group, corporate R&D, were reasonably small with respect to the whole corporation. But even then, um, you find there are um, teams across the whole organization that are very connected um, to what they do. So I think... Um, culture is a very important aspect and you pick that up I think just by by joining and observing and just seeing how the leadership interacts I, I think that's a, a big element uh, as well and um, 
certainly the culture was, you know, come in, bring bring your skills, bring your treasure, you know, apply it. Um, I didn't feel like there were any um, boundaries put around me. It was, um, we need help here. And of course, being in the research group, uh, it leveraged the things that I love to do, which is, oh, we've never done this before. Okay, how do we put a structure around this? Um, how will we know when we're done? Um, what does uh, success look like in this space? And um, so that was a fabulous environment for me to, to join. And then of course it had this big um, corporation behind me. So it was supportive and encouraging and uh, a really fantastic space. The, the peer group that I managed to connect with um, also saw the value that I was bringing and it just seemed like there was one opportunity to engage after another. So. I just felt it was a, the right place for me and, and uh, I still feel that. And it's, it's so, and I love, I love hearing um, you talk about your experience at Qualcomm and obviously you've been there for well over a decade and you, it sounds as if you're thriving and obviously Qualcomm is at the fore with, with the rollout of 5G and all of these different use cases that it enables. Um, I, I have to ask this question of you because everybody's going to want to know. They're like, God, Anya's, her path is so clear. It's been clean. It's been awesome. Look at it. She's such a success. And it always begs the question, what do you, what's in your secret sauce? What uh -huh. would you say is one of the biggest drivers that, um, that, that, that gives you um, the standing that you now have as a female um, tech executive? So I think I, I love tech. And I love that there's an opportunity every day for me to learn something new, either about the business of tech or the tech um, itself. So um, I'm in a role where I will never be bored. You know, so there's, um, you know, it's like I would have to work hard to be bored. <laughs> so um, so that that's exciting. Um, and so I think having a deep passion about tech is probably, you know, the one important thing um, to have. Um, and then, you know, the, I'm around so many smart people, you know, it's like, um, there's a, a colleague of, of mine that, you know, likes to say when he advises people, you know, how, how to avoid being intimidated in a room. It's like, well, you may not be the smartest person in the room. And in fact, it's okay not to be the smartest person in the room, but you can be the most prepared. And so, you know, um, and if you have that deep passion about tech, then that will um, come naturally. I should also say that, you know, there are plenty of moments along my career that if I took a snapshot, it would not feel so wonderful, <laughs> you know? So I've been at startups that failed. Um, uh, I've had, you know, there's been customer contracts that didn't go well, um, you know, but it's, you can't just take one single snapshot at a time and, and decide that's what defines you. So it's the, it's the journey that's been the, the most gratifying and, and uh, in some ways it, you know, bounced around quite a bit, but it's really feeling in this last um, decade that it's been very finely tuned to suit me. So I'm very fortunate. Yeah, I, I like that. It's It certainly helps when you have a deep, uh, unabiding passion for what you do. Um, and clearly yours uh, shines through. Um, and I, I really appreciate that. And it's important uh, when we do have uh, roadblocks and when we do have these speed bumps uh -huh. that we have to look at it in its entirety. Yes. And, and if we react based on these um, unfortunate and sometimes 
um, inevitable uh, experiences, negative experiences, again, it's, it's, it's much more uh, fruitful to not zoom in, but to yes. zoom out. Yes. Well, thank you, Anya, so much. I appreciate you taking time out of our International Women's History Month uh, to come and share your story with our audience. It means a lot, and I think it'll serve as a, just a powerful example uh, and career path for others to model. So thank you again for joining us. My pleasure. I really enjoyed it, honey. Well, that uh, wraps up this edition of our Blueprint for Success brought to us with our partners at San Diego Gas and Electric.